too. All right, what's up, people from Spotify, Applecast, Crackle, and all the podcast listening places that they listen to us. We have a good crowd over there. Uh, but people really enjoy the podcast. They kind of listening while they're working and riding and driving and whatever they're doing. Uh, so we appreciate them for that. We appreciate our sponsors. Warrior Jim, Scott Lord's Legal Service, Corey Colbert Law Firm, and of course, April and J.R. McKenzie yeah, over yeah. there at Turkey Eye Clinic. Very appreciative for all of them. And without them, it wouldn't have been possible back to the season for players of the week to get shirts and food cards and uh, lots of other things that we do for them. So again, we appreciate you taking some time out of your day. If you stumble across this channel, I'm Big Matt, co-host here, Diamond Dane. Diamond He's Dane. The, the, the man of knowledge and stats. He, he knows it all. Just, ah, yeah, just, just ask me. Hit the comment button down there and ask him about it. He'll tell you who the <laughs> starting quarterback was for Wichita State in 1990. I don't know about that. <laughs> I'll look it up. But Wichita, good basketball program. Oh, yeah. Um. Well, we can get started with it. With this, we'll say a little roundtable talk, guys. If you're just now tuning in with us and you're not uh, hooked up on CBS Sports or any of those places, Bo Nix, Dean, tell us about Bo yeah, Nix. Yeah, Bo Nix going to Oregon, quite, following quite. in the steps of Marcus Mariota and uh, Justin Herbert and some others. That's the only two I can really name right off the bat. Uh, but uh, I think it's a good move. It's a long way. What do you think about it? I'm I'm still kind of in shock. I with his dad going being the old coach at Troy. I kind of figure like he he may wanted to you know stay close to home and play down there. And I don't want to get into no family squabbles, but is it possible he just wants to get away? He's got a lot of pressure. He's had a lot of pressure. He played for his dad. His dad's been with him the whole time. I mean, is that a possibility that maybe he just wants to be free for a year? Not that he don't love his dad and won't come back and work with his dad. I mean, he probably will, but, you know, maybe he just needs a, a break. That's that's a very high possibility. I'm very curious to see how it turns out. Now, personally, what do you think about the, the play with him playing up there in that system and they're going to have a new coach? And so the offense may be a little different. Crystal ball course is his home mm-hmm. back at Miami. So how do you think his playing works out up there? I think it'll go good. I think it'll go better than it did for him at Auburn. And I'm not saying he can, you know, Herbert didn't wow people at times, but he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. And uh, maybe that goes into some of Nick's thinking. I'm, I'm taking it Lanning is going to be Oregon's new coach, right? Yes, right. He's, he's already yeah. He's been he's been coaches. sworn in, and uh, he'll be bringing some of the dog nation up there to Oregon. I think you know. I mean, SEC is better than the Pac-12, but it's not like the Pac-12 just pitiful football. But I think he'll do good. I, I, I think do he'll too. Do good out there. Uh, it's going to be a good test for him. He's he's a young coach. Uh, mm-hmm. He's been around other good coaches and being around Kirby's definitely. Uh, it's it's yeah. definitely a plus for for him. So I absolutely I think he'll do a good job there. So I, I guess I, some ties that he had had uh, maybe being around by, or known him. Mm-hmm. I guess he made a phone call and made it happen. So Bo Nix to Oregon guys. Bo Nix to Oregon. Wow. Breaking news. I think that be good good move for him. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let, let's get into first things first here, Dean. Let's talk about uh, 2021. Uh, this year is going to be in for us. We won't be back on until January 2nd after January 1st games, and we'll come back and get started and finish up with some bowl games to the year and finish with local basketball. And then we'll have another kind of signing day, and it'll be kind of slow for us mm-hmm. through March or so, but oh, yeah. uh, it'll go by, and we'll probably take a day off a week off in between that March and April sometime. Oh, but yeah, but yeah. baseball will be getting started. 
Uh, we may be trying to do a little media days for the girls and the boys, baseball, softball, mm-hmm. uh, like we did the other night for media days. Basketball, how did you think that went? I night? thought it went well. I like the fact that they came together. And what I'm saying by that is, you know, the girls and boys came out there together. You know, a lot of times people get tired of something drug out for six hours. And we got it all done in two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all the coaches were. I thought it went well. All the coaches were in. We had a good time. Uh, the, the kids were, mm-hmm. were fun and receptive to some questions we had. We tried to have a little fun with them and thank Mr. Roy Mitchell mm-hmm. for coming. Uh, we appreciate him for giving the kids some, some coverage for the county. That's why we did get them some coverage. And we appreciate Everybody that showed up, Bo Starkey, Average Joe's from Gadsden, uh, Bo showed up. and mm-hmm. Bo was a good one. Yep, we enjoy him. He appreciate him. He 110%. Yeah, so. really enjoy him. I hope he's doing well. Uh, talked to him a little bit earlier today. We're going to be heading out to Spring Garden tomorrow night. Check some of that out, and we will be getting into that in just Got a minute. Going so, tomorrow night. Good games tomorrow night and Tuesday night. We're going to share that in a minute. If you want to know more about it, stay tuned. But right now... We had reclassifications. Mm-hmm. Now, I did a live locker room cast while it was going on. And, you know, that's it's kind of the same for most of the teams. However, right. we do have some change-ups, Dean. So let's let's just get right into reclassification. Now, most okay. people already know kind of where their schools lay. We'll start over here with uh, – we'll let's start with 3A. Over here at – well, let's start with 4A, the bigger of, of, right. the, of our groups here. Now, center – Warriors, uh, Coach Kelly, mm-hmm. he's working out the last-minute details for their scheduling. And right. some schools have their scheduling out. We're going to share what we have. And, guys, some some do not. And that's okay. It just, it, right. I mean, it's kind of quick that you can get it done now. Oh, I know. I, I do know. you think so, too? Oh, yeah, definitely. If you got I, it done I mean, now. they only got one game they got to find. If you, if you get it done now. Yeah, everybody's do- got their schedule set, but two. But they only have one school to fill. Yeah, so if you got your schedule done now, you're ahead of the eight ball. Yeah. Uh, Gelsel and, and uh, Coach Knapp and Coach Kelly are just trying to get that one little spot fixed. So we'll say the region they're in now, they've got out of that south bracket, Dean. It's going to be uh, Asheville, Etowah, Fultondale, Good Hope, Hansville, and Aniana. And how do you feel about this region? I like it. I like it. I think, you know, Aniana can be a challenge. Of course, Good Hope had a good team this past year. But I don't know if they're year in and year out good. And obviously, you know, Etowah is always a challenge. But I think Center will fit in better with that. And especially in the playoffs, you ain't got to play a biger in the second round. Good guy. What a team they were. They were were slobber knockers. And uh, I think that's going to be a competitive. I like it. You know, Fultondale can have some good teams from time to time. Asheville's on the rise with their new coach. Who was the other team in there? Coach Monroe with Asheville. Shout out to him. Always enjoy talking Jay to him. Monroe, yeah. Really enjoy talking to him. Smart guy. Wish them a lot of love. I know nothing about Hansville. Nothing. But I know Aniana and Etowah usually have good teams on a yeah. regular basis. Hansville. Well, Aniana played for the state. Yes. You know. They'll return some of those players, too. I think mm-hmm. they're losing some guys up front and that kind of stuff. So, uh, I, I, what do you feel about them winning that region? I think they have a good shot they have, at I'd it. say they have a good shot. I mean, you know, you'll have to play good ball. But it ain't one of those regions where you're just out. No. You know, okay, there's no way to win it. Let's shoot for finishing second. It's not one of those deals. Yeah, that, or they, had, they had Hanley in that Hanley. Region. I mean, good You know, you got Hanley, Aniston, Jacksonville. Uh, you know, just a tough region. I yeah. mean, you know, from the day one, you got your state champions returning most of their starters in your region. You got to, I mean, you're a realist. You know they're favored to win. They're going to be hard to put down. So I, we like center. I talked to Namath, by the way, earlier mm-hmm. today, just to get, pick his brain. He, he's big on 
on all this stuff here and he hadn't got to look in depth in this new region stuff or the 4a region 6 it's what Cherokee county warriors will be in Cherokee county 4a region 6 3a region 6 dean we're gonna uh -huh. have this is a good one now people hang on to your breaches geraldine glenn uh -huh. Hoax Bluff, Coach Sexton, the guys down there. Ohatchee, which Enos and them will be uh, leaving. Yeah. Piedmont, Plainview, Sylvania, and Westbrook Christian. Wow, that is an excellent region. Uh, welcome to the 3A yes, region. Sylvania, Plainview, Hoax Bluff, Piedmont, Ohatchee. Wow. Welcome to 3A, Westbrook Christian. I think that's... Westbrook. Who did you say the first two were? Geraldine and Glencoe. Yeah, that's a Sylvania. That, so... That's 3A Region 6. Um, now, as far as favored to wins, the region that's the way, way before Christmas early pick, we're picking wins for um, about 350 <laughs> days from now, right? Yeah. So in 350 days, we, I, it's kind of like Alabama. Well, they uh, got Hades back again. Yeah, for I mean, I mean he started for eight years straight yeah. since he was like in the fourth grade. Yeah, I'm just he kidding. was the quarterback when they won. Oh, wait, that was his brother. Never mind. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you got to make them the favorite, but that's tough. That's a good competitive region to get wear on you playing every week like that. Yes, that, that's definitely Geraldine's bringing back a lot of guys. They had a new coach up there, Coach Mike. So they had a great year. They'll have a good year. Glencoe, they kind of come in and out. Hoax Bluff, you know, they have a young team too. They're gonna they're gonna bring back a lot of kids. They're supposed to bring back a lot. And Glencoe's on the rise. I think they had a down year, but I expect them to be back soon. Sylvania, and of course, welcome to the big league there, Westbrook Christian Baseball. You know, they just got their rings, I think, today, for their mm -hmm. baseball state ring. So that was uh, awesome. That's Congratulations right, to them, baseball. Uh, they had a great baseball They team. won it with their pitcher out. Yeah, that's what was weird. I remember us talking about that. We were like, they're going to win it because of this pitcher. He goes out, and they still win it. That's kind of weird. That don't happen a lot. I watched them play. I covered a Samrock game over there one night. Um, their quality. Mm -hmm. um, let's move up here to 2A Region 7. One of our local teams here would be Sandrock. Coach mm -hmm. Heath and the guys, they're bringing back some players. They're bringing uh, back a lot, yeah. I, I really like their chances. Okay, they're going to be, looks like Whites, Whitesburg Christian. Whitesburg Christian. Section. Mm -hmm. Pisgah, which is tough basketball. Two, North Sand Mountain, there's another tough mm -hmm. basketball. Eider, they had a good run at last year team. collinsville they're gonna finally get down there and be able to play but guess who followed collinsville up and followed them back down five that'd be five red devils coach benefield with 16 starters with they lost five hey i'll be honest with you though i think sandrock can definitely get that uh they'd be great they could be competitive in that region yes now nobody everybody i mean everybody in the state's going and even coach Heath would Favor five. Five's going to be favored. to win the region. So we're just yeah. being realistic. We love San Rock. Definitely, from what I've heard there, I think San Rock's definitely in line for that number two. Yeah. But <clears throat> 1A region six. Now, this is where it kind of gets weird. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to gripe. I'm done griping about it because it's just no matter what I say, it's not going to change it. I could say what they should have done and what, mm -hmm. what should have happened. It don't make any sense to me at all. Anyway. 1A Region 6, Raglan, uh, okay. Talladega County, Central, Donahoe, Victory Christian, Wadley, Wintersboro, Spring Garden comes on this 1A Region 6. Now, uh, with Wadley, of course, making a run at state. Right. I'm, I'm assuming they lost some players. I mean, they had a good team. Best team they've ever had. Yes. Best team they had, Wintersboro. 
they're going to be picked up. I think Cedar Bluff's going to catch them in, in mm-hmm. a season. We'll go through that in just a minute. Raglan, they had a good year last yeah, year. Yeah, they did. They wasn't bad. Talladega County, they're kind of in it. In Excuse me. No, they they, but they had, they've had good teams before, so uh-huh. you got to watch them. Didn't when Spring Garden played in that region before, didn't they play them a good game? I one time, don't, it like, seems like they have before. Seems like one time they played them good. They've been to a state championship before, but it was a while back. It was a good one. And then back. the next time they played them, Spring Garden beat them pretty good. Donahoe, guys, Donahoe's always been around. Cedar mm-hmm. Bluff had to beat Donahoe when Jamie Hampton was QB at Cedar Bluff to right. go to state. Right. I'll right. never forget that. They sent a box of pacifiers to the school saying that Cedar Bluff was big babies and they mm-hmm. whined about everything and a big box of pacifiers was, was shipped to the school, <laughs> which is good. I like it. I mean, it's football. That's why I love high school, college football. It's just yeah. great. Rivalry stuff and, you know, trying to amp each other up. So, Richard yeah, Christian, too. So, you know, Spring Garden, you know, I, I like their chances. I still like their chances. Yeah, uh, it won't be. Well, it was hard. I'm not going to say it won't be as hard, but... Uh, I don't know that it'll be a lot easier. Wadley and Winneburg are good teams. Ragland's got a good team. Uh, and you never know on a year-in, year-out basis what kind of talent. There's some talent down in Wadley now. Oh, absolutely, and yeah. And there is in Winterboro too. Yeah, it's a bigger area than what you guys think it is. Yeah. It's not small country hit one red light town. Well, I mean, you know, Wadley played for the state championship this year, and Matt can tell you, said Buff had to fight tooth and nail to beat them in the third round the year they went to the state. And we find out after their best player didn't even play. Well, if that was their, I mean, in the studs they had out there on the field and their best one wasn't even out there, now they were great. Yeah, we, yeah, we. I mean, they were really good. They would have went to the state championship if they had to beat Cedar Bluff. Yes, we beat them on the last play of the game. Yes, last play of the game. Uh, we'll move over to Region 7, which is familiar with us. Mm-hmm. 1A Region 7, guys. Uh, oh, by the way, 2A Region 6, Cleveland being that 2A Region 6. Just throw that in on there mm-hmm. on the side. Um, 1A Region 7 is Appalachian. Coach O'Brien, Coosa Christian Conquers. Senior mm-hmm. New Helmets, Coach O'Brien. We, I dig it. It looks good. Uh, he's changing, the, changing a lot of things down there, changing the culture, looking for them to be better. Galesville, Valleyhead, and Woodville. And the new addition will be Decatur Heritage coming to that 1A Arena 7, which is a predominantly known, great high school football got team. got a pretty good, pretty good program there. We've, we've battled them at Cedar Bluff mm-hmm. has on the playoffs yeah. over years and years. Well, they had two good ones. One of them was 53-40 to 40 and one was 42-41. to 41. Remember when we didn't get yeah. the two-point play? Yeah, down there going to the school that end. Yeah, yeah. I played the Rocky song too early, I think, or something. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't play it during the play, though, did you? No. Just right. As it snapped. Yeah, I think I did. <laughs> it was a, so they're going to bring something to the table. However, I'll say this without starting a, uh-uh. a, a crap storm. And Dean's, he already knows where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would like to have, I would have liked to have seen Spring Garden be in this Cleveland, uh, Cleveland, this Spring Garden team be over here in this 1A Region 7. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think with the way things are shaped up, you could have easily swapped Spring Garden and Decatur Heritage swapped uh, them, or Spring Garden and Woodville. If you swap mm-hmm. Spring Garden and Woodville, HSA hashtag guys, if you're listening, I know that you are because they watch the show every Sunday oh, night. Yeah. Well, who guys, if you put uh, Spring Garden in here and move Woodville over here to this region six with Raglan and Wadley because of position and geographics, uh, 
Uh-huh. Appalachian Cedar Bluff, Coosa, Decatur, Galesville Valley Head, Spring Garden. Mm, good region. That is a great region. You yeah. kind of yeah. you dropped the ball on that one, guys. You think we really messed it up, and it's. Or you could put I, I two just, teams. You could have took two teams out of that and put Decatur and Whipple in there. I guess. I, I'm not going to gripe about anybody. I don't know. I, I'm just. I'm kind of done with it, and yeah. it's not going to happen. They don't listen to us, and and there's some big guys down there that that promote you know the schools there and if they can't get something kind of done about it then well i mean i don't think anybody's gonna be able to so right, right. um now we'll talk about some schedules uh i do have a few schedules here dean do you have have you got one of the schedules for I, well i've got who gillsville plays okay I don't... yeah let's go over that let's go through that uh Obviously, they play the six region opponents. I didn't get the schedule as far as week to week. But now their region, obviously, they play Cedar Bluff, Woodville, uh, Donahoe. Who was the other one? Coosa Christian, Appalachian, and um, Decatur Heritage. And our three out-of-region games this year are going to be West End, TCC, and Victory. And he he's still looking for the 10th for another one more game. Okay, I I, I like that. That's that's a good that's a profitable schedule. Um, I think they can do as good as they if they as they have done with that right you know right, that schedule. Yeah. Well, and you know, I mean, they uh, I noticed that now you know the teams that he's playing in the outer region, they're not they're not just giving games, and they never have been with him, but they're just they're tough games. They will be at you know, they will be at Cedar Bluff again this year. That. Reason being, in case some people don't know, I'll share with you why Gillsville will be at Cedar Bluff again. Because last year, the year before, uh-huh. they forfeited because of COVID, so the automatically goes to the team you forfeited against. So Cedar Bluff, Cedar Bluff got that win. So I'll I'll game. just tell you why that happened. The Cedar Bluff Gillsville games at Cedar Bluff again. I'll tell you why because Gillsville forfeited two years ago. Uh-huh. So Cedar Bluff got the game. So now this year it falls it for them two be at home right, it's right, regular right. so if anybody's thinking there's some shady business going on it's not that's no, just no, no. that's just how that's it kind of worked out for everybody it is but west end tcc and donna uh victory are his out of three out of region so far i i, I can dig it i can go along with it uh, let's go to Sioux bluff here we'll share this uh looking like they will coast this cedar bluff tigers 1a they will host winterboro to open the season that will be uh, August. Let me. I'm looking yeah. at it right here. August the nineteenth. Ooh, playing week zero. August nineteenth, host Wintersboro. And that's where Coach Beckett coached. He may have. He may have put in a good word and got that game locked in for us there. Okay. And then the next week, Dean, we got there. Cedar Bluff will host. Uh, Coach Heath will come over. They'll play him over there. Sand Rock. They will be at Cedar Bluff the 26th. And then we're going to jump into the month of September. Uh, Cedar Bluff will travel to Woodville the 2nd of September. Cedar Bluff will then return home the 9th, and they will play Gillsville. The 16th of September, they will host Decatur Heritage. Looking forward to that one. We haven't seen them at Cedar Bluff in, in a couple of years. Then we're going to have Coach Howard and the guys and your 2A defensive coach of the year, Coach Ragsdale, will be appearing at Cedar Bluff the 23rd of September. And later there, the 30th, the end of the month, round out the month of September. The month of September is football mm-hmm. month. 
finish that out is going to be Valley Head at Valley Head. Tigers will travel to Valley Head. Then they will return home and play Coach O'Brien the 7th of October. And looking for some cooler weather coming. They will travel up to Appalachian. Maybe a nice cool game up there October 22nd at Appalachian for Cedar Bluff. Last but not least, Dean. Donahoe. Travel to Donahoe. That'll be Halloween weekend. So what do you think about what we just said there, what I just went over? I'm thinking he's a remarkable scheduler because uh, that's five of your first six ball games at home. And seven of his last eight were at home. Uh, so that's going to make 12 out of his last 14 ball games have been at home. Now, as a PA announcer for it, that kind of, you're like, gosh, I'm home again? And some of that was because of the... Uh, and they were supposed to have gone to Gills. Yeah, like that COVID so game. So it ended up, and plus they won the region, so they hosted in the first round. Yeah. So that's why some of it, but it's worked out like that, and that's good. But the only thing about that is the last half of the season, you're not at home any. Have you, did, I, did I send you Spring Gardens schedule? Mm, let me see here. Go over that one for us. Wait just right, a second. Write down the garden schedule, Dan. I looked at it. We talked to... I don't... No, a few. Brian Cloudus, we talked to him uh, yesterday out there at the basketball games, and it's always good to see him. And he's always oh, here he it's is. always fun to talk to, and we enjoy talking to him. All right, Spring Garden opens up. Well, no, that's not week zero. That is a August the twelfth. Ohatchee Rambler. Jamboree type. The Jamboree type game. Ohatchee Rambler. Well, how do you like that dang starting game? Sandrock week one. Get that over with. That's a big rivalry and a big game. 29-28 this year. 1A versus 2A this right. year. All right. Then they, uh, they, that's at home. That's at Spring Garden. Then they go to Tukusa Christian, the 26th. Play Wadley at home. That was a battle this year. They won by two points. Looking forward there. to that one. Big tree away on September 9th. They'll be, have Winterbury at home on the 23rd and on the 16th. Then we'll travel to Cedar Bluff on September 23rd. October or September 30th, they'll travel to Talladega County Central. Then they have an outer region game October 7th against Pleasant Valley. Now, let's pause right there. What do you think about that? What Pleasant Valley? Yeah, going up there and playing them. They're they're a good bit bigger school, but I think they'll be fine. I think they can play with them. Oh yeah, definitely. think so. Yeah, and I, I don't know. Pleasant Valley wasn't very good this year, but they may have everybody back if they do. Now they're four th- A. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <coughs> no, three. 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 Okay. They may have moved up. <coughs> then the last two, October 14th, is uh, Donahoe at home, and 21st is Raglan. Down at Raglan, they are open the 28th because they play week zero. Looks like he's going to try to get a break right there at the end, give us troops some time to That's heal smart. up before going in November 4th or December 2nd, state playoffs to make a Run, Coach Howard could make a run at that uh, 1A Region 6, and we just good luck to him, and, and we're looking yeah, forward definitely. looking yeah. forward to that. I'm looking forward to seeing how that how that kind of pans wouldn't out. Bit, wouldn't be a bit shocked if they were to win that region. Uh, no, me either. I, I'd say... I would actually be... They were, if we had to do it today, they would be my favorite. Yeah. If Depending on what Wadley... I mean, if Wadley brought back everybody off their state runner-up team, but I have no idea what Wadley lost. I don't know. They might have lost 18 starters. If that's the case, yes, I'm going with Spring Garden. If Wadley's bringing back 18 starters, I'm going to have to be a realist. 
And because, you know, they played them a good game when they went down there they too. Did. Like, they did. Played them a really good game. We talked to Brian. Played them a really good game. We go to Sand Rock, your 2A Region 7 in there in the region with Collinsville 5, your local, more local teams. Uh, we're going to talk about them here. <coughs> Excuse me. They're going to open here August the 19th with at Spring Garden. Mm-hmm. Then they will be at Cedar Bluff the 26th. Their first home game will get be September the 2nd against Pisgah. September 3rd, Sam Rock Wildcats will be travel to section. And the 16th, they will travel to Collinsville. All right? Mm-hmm. And September 23rd, they will host West End. And then September 30th, they will host North Sand Mountain. That would be a good game. It was last good year. Yeah. I think North Sand's got some players coming back. They... October 7th, Sam Wright will host you five Red Devils. It'll be a tough game. In that part of the season, you kind of like to play them early. Yeah, I'd rather play them Because if you, if you get, you know, it kind of gets that out of the way. Because right here in that part of the season, you know, you may have one bummed up or something. And, and mm-hmm. you, you need you need all your horses. You, you need play. every gun firing both barrels. And you've right. got to hope they... Turn the ball over and make some mistakes, and you cannot make Which any. They can. It can happen, mm-hmm. and you can't make any mistakes. No. If you make no mistakes and they make a few, and you just play a lights out game, you know you never know what may happen. Then they will be at Eider October fourteenth, and then October the twenty first, they'll host the Whitesburg game there last. So that's kind of look at those. Everybody's playing, everybody's playing zero, aren't they? Yes. Huh. So that's Spring Garden, Sand Rock. Talked about. Uh, Talked about Cedar Bluff. Cedar Bluff's got their schedule, and we're still waiting on uh, Gelsel and Center's schedule. We went through their regions. Of course, you know Gelsel's there the same as Cedar Bluff, so mm-hmm. we kind of got a good idea of, of that. So, uh, carrying on to the next topic at hand, let's see, went through the through the schedules. Dane, tell us about the, there's some all-state players and, and honorable mentions, and we're just going to yeah. put all the kids' names out there. Guys, had a lot of kids here in our county, so. Right, we right. had several in the county, and guys, if I'm wrong on some of this, please feel free to correct us, but I'm not going to get real in-depth. I'm just going to tell you who made it and who made first team. As far as second team honorable mention, I don't really know, but I know these guys were named. All right, first off from center, C.J. Gresham. Jay Watts, Tay Diamond. Was he just a freshman? Tay is. I'm telling you next year, you better look out, guys. 4A, if you are watching and Aniana and any of y'all from Thorntondale, Edelwald's watching, I promise you, you better get ready. Mm, wow. I, I really like this kid. He, he wanted, I give, uh, sorry to hold you up. No, no, you're fine. But Tay said, uh, I want one of them Player of the Week shirts. When I took LaMichael his. Yeah. I said, well, you just keep getting after it and, uh, I'm sure you'll you'll get one. Well, this was, you know, kind of early in the season. He wasn't playing a whole lot, and I would go to more practices and more practices. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told him later, I said, you'll be getting one of these shirts. If you just keep doing what you're doing, he's still young, and he's good. Oh, I know. Very I'm, young. I'm thinking it was the second team, Matt, but I, don't quote me on that. I know Gresham was a first-teamer. Uh, other players to make it from center were Damian Ramsey. Go Damian. Daniel Mejia. We have no... Daniel, We're not shocked yeah. by either one of those. Oh, look, he can kick stew out of it. <laughs> and Gresham was one of the leading interceptors in the state with seven, so he was a first-teamer. All right, for Sandrock, uh, Olin Pruitt. OP. First team. Six he, interceptions, bunch think, of receiving yards. Like, 
every game we covered, we covered them. Uh-huh. Had stats from every game. It seems like about every game. Uh-huh. He had 100 yards. He did pretty well, yeah. And, of course, Cornejo was a was not first team, but he did make the All-State team. Okay. As an athlete. For Cedar Bluff, Jacob Burleson, first team, DB, eight picks. That's why, you know. Yeah, 20, almost 20 for a career. <laughs> eight I, interceptions. Yeah, amazing. Preston Burt was also a first-teamer. He led the team in tackles and tackles for a loss. Also rushed for some yards yeah. and caught passes out of the backfield. Dylan Kennard was named to the second team, I believe. Kennard. Dylan Kennard. Uh, for Spring Garden, no shock here. They have one first-teamer, Cooper Austin, 67 catches. The Coop, man. And also other guys named to all-state teams, either second or honorable mention, was Andrew Floyd. Very good year. And Landon Goins. Landon Goins. Landon's a – he's the uh, – He's the Swiss Army knife. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Good. Play any position. Hunter. Any spot. Put him on the line. Put him in the backfield. He could throw the ball. He can kick the ball. He could catch the ball. He could intercept. Uh, and his spirit in the huddle mm-hmm. is huge. And when him getting hurt, I, I was worried about him not playing that game. Uh, I, I thought, man, it's going to be tough for that. But they hung on, and he was there on right. the sidelines with them in spirit, and he, he helped lead them on. So uh, congratulations, guys, to all the – And me and Matt got a good story to tell you here in a second about something we found out that we were bewildered by, but we found out what happened last night. Oh, and I'll get to that in a second. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about when I bring it up. Fort Gillsville, yeah. Riley Mitchell, first-team all-state lineman. Good Riley, boy. Big, big guy. Good lineman. Yep. Uh Keelan Higgins was an at named first team athlete. Now that means he kind of did it all. Yeah, you know, he run back kicks, def- he rushed for a thousand yards, defense, good tackles, tackles for loss, running, catching, blocking. And Michael Reynolds was honorable mention. He had a thousand yards rushing, eighty tackles. And Joey been around the, them kids over yeah. this year. Hard hitters. Yeah, Michael's yeah. a good kid, and seen him at basketball yesterday, and got to chop it up with them a little bit and aggravate them. It's always good to see them. Well, what I was going to bring up for the viewers and. Uh, me and Matt saw the quarterback for Cleveland playing the state championship, and we both agreed in all classifications. I've not seen a better player. Yeah, he he's just he can take a game over and change it like nobody. And we uh, we just couldn't and not no, it's nothing against Spring Garden, but we just couldn't figure out how this guy's running wild in the state championship game. But for some reason, he didn't do nothing against Spring Garden. I'm not gonna say he didn't do nothing, but he didn't have 400 yards. No. Well, we found out yesterday what happened. One particular play that we were showed, <laughs> we we found on a huddle clip, it was Chaz. Chaz Powell. Stuck him. Stuck him. I mean, he rocked the boy hard, and it, it hurt him, and he was just kind of a little bedazzled out through the game. Now, mm-hmm. did it change him how he plays all night? No, the boy's a warrior and a fighter, That's there's good. no doubt. But it it put the hurt on him. It had some effect of the game against Washington yeah. Bell just to run crazy. So that made sense. After that, because I'm not taking nothing away from Howard and Ragsdale, but we're like, nobody can stop this kid. How did they stop him? Well, that's how you stop him. You well, put your head under his chin. Well, that the and the play coach Ragsdale bragged on. He bragged on Chapel to. I mean, for Chaz, Chaz mm-hmm. he bragged on him for. He's like, well, you know, really with me. I mean, I appreciate it. You know, and he does do a good job. He does. But he said, man, I, he, just, he he just, he done it for me. He 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 made. My job, he makes my job easier being a great defensive player. So he just hit him, he just tattooed him. He did, and you know, uh, so and they went on to win that game anyway. But I mean, they were great. Cleveland was a very good team. So we hadn't seen them play, so, so they were Spring Garden, they were better. I, you know, I, thought, but I well, think Spring Garden turned it over a lot. Then the Spring Garden yeah. could have beat them, I, yeah. I think they had three turnovers that mm-hmm. night, but, but Washburn was excellent. 
Uh, yeah, I agree, man. He's up there. I mean, Jack is like on the shelf up here. Washburn's just like, you know, right up under. Right. I mean, he's just uh, very fun to watch. Very electrifying. When I only saw Jack Hayes play once this year, and I didn't think Center did a bad job on him. I thought they did pretty good. But I know Estes had a pretty – Estes was excellent. Uh, yeah, and uh, – I just didn't think Center had a bad – I didn't think center played bad defensively against Piedmont. No. That's the first game of the year yeah, for they, Piedmont. They had to iron out a lot of stuff, and they both did, obviously. Right. And one of them, I mean, they, both of them's first they game lost, the mm-hmm. center lost their first kind of sort of game to the 3 H state champions. Right, right. But, you know, looking ahead, you can look back and say, well, they played them pretty good. Well, well they're 3 H state champions. Well, they're here again. They're center again. They lost to last year. They went 7-4. and four. And lost to the 4A state champions. This year, they lost to the 4A and the 3A state champions. That's the only real losses Center had was 4A and 3A state champions. Yeah, I mean, they lost to Jacksonville, which a, that was a good game. It, and, yes, yeah. They they come out, Jacksonville come out hot, and Coach Kelly talked about it, you know. They got to get this. had a good football team. Yes, that's right. You got to get that out of your head that you can win this game. It's kind of, it's got where it's gotten in their head. You know, mm-hmm. they just kind of owned them there for the past few years and right. and they're going to check out on it this year and they're going to be out of that and they're going to get to go in there and battle on the on and Etowah and Fulldale I like it I, I, I'm excited for Cherokee County in the schedule so that's 16 guys from this county that made some form of all state either first second or honorable mention I like it I don't think any of them were named players of the year but now for their regions they were Austin was offensive player of the year in his region Burleson was up MVP for that region in 1A. Yep. Burleson and, and Cooper, congratulations, y'all, for, I mean, all and region Pope guys. might have won something, Chaz, but, you know, he missed. I mean, Chaz missed, what, seven, seven ball games? Six? Yeah. Seven? Yeah. Uh, Still had 1,000 yards or 900. Amazing. <laughs> so. I, I'd have to say um, it's good. We've had a good run this, so we can kind of say, you know how it ended in the county. Uh-huh. Um, we were remember we was batting a thousand two weeks in a row there. Yeah, yeah it was. We, yeah. Had, we had a good run this season. Everybody had a good year this year. We did pretty good. So nobody did bad. I no. can honestly say that nobody just had a bad year. We can look forward to to next year and seeing how these schedules that we just shared with you guys, mm-hmm. seeing how they're going to turn out. So we can uh, kind of move on from that. And I'd like to say first, the North beat the South in the All Star game. Mm-hmm. North South All Star. I watched it. Uh, Cape linebacker from Gordo, uh-huh. he played like a man with his hair on fire. Uh, interceptions, knocking balls down, punching balls out. Uh, he just played amazing. And our Foster, our buddy from Piedmont, he had a good game. Oh, Marion, Marion knocking passes down, and he had eight interceptions this year too. <laughs> he he had a good game down there too. Which I saw where several guys. Now I didn't mean to interrupt you, but Estes, Foster, Hayes. Uh, Land got Noah Reedy, Landon Smart were all named All State for Piedmont. There might have been more, but that's the five names I remember. Now there was a quarterback that played that was going. He's going to UAB as a receiver, I think. So he was supposed to be the big talk coming in down there the North South game, and they put him in at quarterback and he didn't do great. Uh-huh. But they put him over at receiver and, and a, a kid. Uh, I don't know the team, and I know most of those helmets, Dan, but this is this big yellow helmet with a blue J on the side. Would that be Jackson Olin? I think theirs has a J-O on it. It's kind of a different look, but it may be. Maybe Jackson. 
this this guy here, he th- I think Jackson kind of had throw the ball. That may be them then, because it, it may they were yellow helmets. So left-handed throwing dimes out there. Uh, they played good, but uh, the North was too much. I will say that sometimes in those, I got the, when I worked for Coach Starr in Georgia, he got named a coach, be the head coach for an All-Star team, and uh, he said, "All right, all of you's coming, the whole staff's coming." And uh, there was a boy from uh, Ridgeland that played on the team, huge. And uh, he didn't do much in the game. We got hammered. And I looked two years later, and he's a starting D lineman for Oklahoma State. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know how serious some of those guys take that game. Now, I'm not saying that they don't, but sometimes I, I know that they didn't seem to that time. Some of them didn't, because I didn't. I'm like, man, he didn't do nothing. I told, remember telling Nap after, I was like, Nigel didn't do much in that ball game. Missing blocks, and you know, he goes, well, he's D-lineman, you know. He's going to be a D-lineman. And he started at Oklahoma State. That's, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, the games before we move on to college. Let me put this over on the screen. I hope y'all can see it. All right, what we're looking at now, Dean, is that schedule I sent you, the basketball tournaments and stuff. Right, right. I'm going to be over there tomorrow. We're going to see Cherokee County and Hanley play. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm try to get over there about 4.30. I'm going to try to catch that one. I'll definitely be staying and watching Spring Garden girls, uh, all our uh, Neely right. and Ace, and then the they're going to play Etowah. So that'll be that'll be pretty interesting. I like to see how that's tomorrow. I like to see how that matches up. And the boys will play Scottsboro. Spring Garden boys will play Scottsboro. That'd be an eight. I'm so gonna I, ride and see that. Are you gonna be over there? I may ride to that one. Yeah. I, I don't. I mean, Spring Garden's girls. I, and I don't mean to disrespect any other girls team. Edwall. Edwall may play good. Rat might not like me saying this, but. I, I just don't think anybody can play with them much. Uh, and Sandrock's got a good basketball team. Their girls do. Now, what do you... I what, think it's 15 points. What's the Tuesday night one look like? Tuesday night, Spring Garden and Cedar Bluff play at 7 and 30. Uh, boys and girls play at 6. Sandrock and Scottsboro that day. Boys. Sandrock and Harrison County girls. Collinsville and Harrison County boys. I believe... I'm anxious to see that Scottsburg and Spring Garden game. I don't know when the Cedar Bluffs boys play. They may have played yesterday. No, Tuesday right there. Oh, Collinsville. They play Monday. They play at 10.30 in the morning. Yeah, then they play Tuesday. They play Spring Garden. Right. That night, Tuesday night. That'll finish it out, won't it? Yes. Or is there? Yeah, that's last day. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not coming over there and have to see that Scott. Because they said Spring Garden, Scottsburg boys went to the... uh, Somebody told us that went deep in the playoffs last year and had some people back. I heard I'm wanting to say that uh, Blackwell told us that. I maybe or maybe Austin told us that. I think I heard it got cheapy over there last night between Sandrock and Hanley. Oh, did got he? some chirping the kids. Kind of, yeah. they might have got into a little bit of a squamish over there. So, yeah. not sure about all that, but uh, I've had some. You know, I think Spring Garden and Cedartown had some drama. <clears throat> you know, we heard. Rumors that the coach for Cedartown just said, I'm just going to take the boys on, you know, at halftime. Uh-huh. Over the foul calls. I, I think know. it was 11 to 2. It Two for Spring Garden, 11 for Cedartown. But now, somebody, I'm not going to say who told me, he goes, dang, he's hip-checking us out of bounds. 
the Cedartown, Cedartown, Cedartown people. They were players. they were hip checking the Spring Garden kids. Yeah, he said knocked one of them out of bounds, just drilling them. So you go, you gotta make that call. I mean, maybe where they play at might be different, but well, I mean, Cedartown, you know, you're talking about a school that was one point away from. I mean, they could easily won the state championship in football. Now, whether it's the same athletes, I have no idea. Maybe maybe one or two. A, one or two but the uh, big schools know. like that over in Georgia, guys. If you don't know, they usually don't have both sports. They have so many kids, they don't no, have yeah, to. Yeah, but I mean, that's that same bunch. It's that same bunch of athletes. It's the same bunch of athletes that went 18 and 1 in middle school basketball. 18 and 1, you know, and uh, they're just. Yeah, I don't doubt that they play rough, but apparently the coach was like, you know, forget this, we're gone. Let's but it didn't happen. He stayed. And I think Spring Garden beat him by five. Let's go here and see. Okay. Let's move into, you got any more high school stuff? That is it for high school. Okay. We're about 40 minutes in. Uh, we'll do some college stuff. Let's talk about some of these reclass, not reclassification, some, <laughs> some, some signing kids. Oh, okay. You have to go in detail. Uh, how many kids went where? And oh, you're talking about for Auburn? Yeah, Georgia. Bama. I sent you a little list there, and we're just going to go through some names, and okay. we're not going to go in depth what star they are or whatever, because right. I, I don't know. This is just me before I get on my high horse. I don't think, I don't put a lot of value in those stars because they could get over there as a five-star not work hard. and Five-stars are usually <coughs> pretty damn good, but... <coughs> And just not turn out to be no good. There's also three stars that are fantastic. Let me let me say this before I get into this too, because there's a Travis Hunter. Everybody knows about it. I'm not going to go into depth. I just wanted to say, after studying this guy, Dame, mm-hmm. from over there around your area, sort of kind of this Collins Hill, mm-hmm. I watched him play the state game on NFHS the other day. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't. I watched him play on... On Georgia TV, no, because okay. they, they they televised theirs. Unlike, that's where this boy that went to Jackson State went. Unlike Alabama, they they hoard all theirs because you know they're mm-hmm. worried about other things instead of just trying to get it out there for make it easy for people to watch. That's another soapbox I will not get on. Mm-hmm. Yes, Colin Seal, uh, Travis Hunter, exceptional receiver, corner, punt returner, whatever you want to call him. Mm-hmm. I watched him play; I thought he was fantastic. And he's on 24-7. You can find him, guys. Y'all go look him up. And he's uh, 6'2", 180, 190. And watching him play a little bit more, a little bit more. Let me tell you who he reminds me of, Dane. Who's that? Um, about uh, 13 years ago, there was a young man from Foley, Alabama. Julio? Yes. Julio Jones? No, Julio was bigger. Julio was like 6'4", or so, or 6'5", maybe. Weighed about 215 out of school. Right. Guys, this Travis Hunter reminds me a lot of Julio Jones. How he leaps and he catches the ball, then he plucks the ball out of the air with both hands like a bird catches a fish out of the lake. Seventy six catches, man. Seventy six in seven A Georgia. I'm telling you, he's something else. Okay, so I'm just telling you, I, I, I really like it. Now, the only thing I don't really understand. It is not for me to question. I'm sure not his parent. I did not bring him into this world, but I will pray for him, and I pray that God will guide him and his family into a great path for him to be a professional football player because he definitely has the ability. But what I'm not sure about, Dean, is to play at Jackson State over 
any other school. Why he wouldn't stay at Georgia, I, I, don't, I don't know. That's very odd and But you, Mr. Hunter, if he's listening, and I'm sure he is, because <laughs> I, I, I followed him on Twitter. I don't understand. And if you don't find me on Twitter, if you want to keep up with recruiting news and go back and look at stuff, at Big Matt 1977 on Twitter. Go over there, at Big Matt 1977. I just put a lot of recruiting stuff. So you can okay. go over there. And you can run through the news I share over there. I started it the other day. I thought, and man, when I got over there, God, there's so much news. Mm-hmm. A lot. And kids tweet there first what they're doing. They don't do right. it on Facebook. Facebook's kind of dead. That's why we're on YouTube now. Mm-hmm. Facebook has lost your mind on stuff. That's why I'm trying to get away from that. However, Danny's just not going to get the kind of televised appearances at Jackson State. He won't be on TV what? maybe once. Well, he's not even playing against... One time? He's playing against middle-tier talent. <clears throat> I mean, he's a five-star, obviously, right? He's not going to be playing against any five-stars. He's a Julio Jones style. The way he catches the ball... And, but he's going to Jackson State. And can turn his body in the air. Amazing. Which, you know, he may be thinking, hey, I go here for three years, I'm still a first-rounder, and I may not get hurt as bad. You know, because you can get hurt playing in the SEC and the Big Ten and... And you can get hurt at this level too, but it's just, it's almost like yeah. I averaged 35 points a game. Well, where are you going to go play college ball? Well, I'm going D2. Yeah, you, can, go. you can go to Kentucky. I think I'll just go to Jackson State. You can go to Baylor. You, I, the competition for him is not, I mean, it's, it's okay, and there's nothing wrong. Let me, let me say this so I don't offend anybody in this world we live in we're not knocking the competition i'm not at all and and there's a place for those kids to play because if you play at a smaller college and you're what you have to realize you're playing with people that are the same talent as you and better right it's competition whether you're playing at jsu or uab Mm -hmm. now you wouldn't want to compare them to like jsu to alabama or something like that it's different because the caliber players they are higher but they don't take nothing away from these schools. No, not no. at all. I mean, they're smaller schools. It's just right. It's a smaller school. They're still good players at center. They're still good players at Gilsel. They're just completely smaller. It's way different schools. See, I, I don't, I don't understand it. And I'm, this is, I'm not talking basketball, but J.D. Davidson from the state of Alabama decided to go to Alabama, and he's good down there. He's very good. Starts for them. This would be like him saying. I want the North Alabama. How good would he do up there? I mean, Alabama's ranked top 10 in the country, and he starts for them. And this guy is the number one player in the country? Yeah. Yes, number one player in the nation. I, he's and he's going to Jackson State. And I know he's there's talk about, well, he's got this NIL deal for $1.5 million. That's why he went over there. Okay, whatever. I'm not talking about that. I just want to say this. I'm still, and somebody please fill in, and, I'll, and I'm sure other people will talk about it too, He's not going to be on TV as much over there. And I think a lot of kids like to be, one, you want to be close to home so your parents can come see you play, which that's going to happen. He's, I mean, just right over at Collins Hill. I mean, it's going to be a six-hour drive across the state to go to right. Jackson. Maybe six, seven, six, nine. Yeah. Uh, not far. Yes, okay. Not so, a ridiculous drive. Well, that's not too crazy. Not like Bo Nix's dad's got to fly to Oregon to see his kid play. There's no way he's not going to happen. Regular. No, they'll have to have buy a house up there somewhere. I mean, they're not especially if he's coaching in Troy. No, so, but the, the number two, besides parents getting to see you play, is TV time. Because Alabama 
Guys, whether you believe it or not, Alabama recruits the best players in the country, and we're fixing to get into the list and see where the SEC finished in recruiting. Uh-huh. That's a selling point. You don't think Notre Dame don't use that as a selling point? Notre Dame is on TV. They have had a special deal with NBC, with NBC mm-hmm. for how long? 60, 70 oh, I don't years? Know. It's been a while. You're going to be on TV, son. Don't you want to have that pretty gold shiny helmet on? Every week. TV. Every game. Alabama, every game. Auburn, every game. Georgia, every. Jackson State, now you probably won't be on TV. And They'll be on ESPN3. I don't mean this smart, but when people say, what channel? Alabama on? Yeah. What? They're going to be on somewhere. Well, they're playing They're playing. Uh, John Deere place, don't you? They're going to be on somewhere. It'll be on ESPN2, maybe instead of ESPN1. <laughs> they got Mercer State. Uh, okay, yeah. They got Coosa Corner. It's going to be on, people. They're playing Harden's Grocery. Tim and them will be out there and be ready on ESPN Live. Coosa Corner is Chad, go get the ball eat. and get it pumped up. That's <laughs> just yes, They're going to be on. And I'm like, I've had people like ask me, where's Alabama on that? I didn't see it on the thing. And I remember my response to them was, settle down. They're going to be on somewhere. But this guy caught 76 passes at 7-8 Collins Hill. And they actually only had a few games. I think they missed some games on the staff. So. Yeah, he, he's an awesome player. I uh, just want to throw out there. Everybody in the world knows about him, so we just wasted six minutes talking about him. I'm just curious about. I think it's why, why is it t- He's not going to be on TV at all. And I think kids like to be on TV because I've watched him play. And he's had personal fouls for spinning that ball after a touchdown. He likes to get up and, and dance like I would do if I was catching touchdowns too. So trust me, I ain't judging right, that. Right. I like when Miami Hurricanes would score and dance on people. And there's probably somebody listening right now. Some of our friends going, you're an idiot. That was just trashy. That's trashy football and ain't no class. Ain't no dancing in football. I kind of thought it was cool. I was like. Let have a little bit of fun. I was, you know, 10, 11, Not to get out of hand with it. I was 10 or 11, 12 years old when I was watching him. You know, win 87, 88, 89. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway. Uh, oh, yeah, speaking of old Alabama teams, uh, we, me and Marcus did run into uh, the Sherman Shake Williams, Alabama. Oh, you saw him? Come in 91. We made him in the mall last night, took a picture with him. I shared oh. it on the page earlier today. It's good. Uh, we talked a little bit about football. He's, of course, he's roll-tied and every Auburn fan that walks by with an Auburn shirt on. <laughs> I mean, he played for the Dallas Cowboys. I he mean, did. He's Star a star for Alabama. Dark. I remember him very well. When mm-hmm. I seen him standing there, you know, I seen the name up there. I was like, William. Was he signing an autograph? Yeah. Okay. Sherman Williams. That's just the tank, man. That's the shake. Marcus don't know. He has to know. He's like, damn, I'm sorry. I was. That's 93, man. They beat Toretta and them, you know, and Langley and Langham and all those guys. That's those. That's he's on that team. Yeah, he was on that team. But anyway. He wasn't the running back, though, but he was one of them. Yes, he was good. Oh, he was great. I really enjoyed uh Talking to him, he showed us his ring, and we had took a picture with him. So uh, that's just a little side note for you. That was that was kind of cool. So anyway, uh, after we just, I got fired up about Travis Hunter, and I don't. But anyway, he, I think it's all right. I don't understand it, but you know, it may work out great for him. Hey, some people don't want to just compete; they want to dominate. Well, he would definitely dominate over there yeah. against Mercer and those teams. Are, I don't know who Jackson State I think plays. Mercer they don't play a national. They don't play a Power Five schedule. All right, let's break into Bama. All right, guys, the mm-hmm. so Alabama fans, podcast people, if y'all got your ears on, we'll run through this, and uh, I'll try to change gears because we're going to do some bowl game stuff too. All right. All right, first but not last. Quarterback Ty Simpson, definitely we've covered him, talked about him in the show a couple of times, fantastic. 
And uh, running back is going to be Emmanuel Henderson. He played at Geneva. That's the one from Geneva. Really good, guys. I shared a video on his yeah, page yeah, he can run. Uh, last week or so. I put a video of him playing his uh, max prep stuff. Uh, he's a good player. Uh, Jamar and Miller, another running back. It's going to be uh, – he's a, he's a great tailback. Had a lot of yards coming out of high Where's school. Where's he from? I don't remember. I know. I just know Henderson is from Geneva. I remember that one. Okay. Wide receivers, you got Shaz Preston, Aaron Anderson, Kobe Prentice, Isaiah Bond. Remember that name? This kid played. I, I, he was the one that played at the Georgia High School State game. I was like, God, please, somebody call Nick Saban. Bond. Yes, Isaiah He's Bond. Stud, yes, huh? I said, somebody please call Nick Saban. Bama was on the list when it showed him. Yeah, look him up. He played at oh, one of them I two names, one of them two name schools at, at, at Georgia State Championship game. Kendrick Law, Bond or Law, they may wind up on defense. Uh, Isaiah Bond. Isaiah Bond. Fantastic. He, and they, he, they might not wind yeah, up wide out. playing corner, yeah. He might wind up playing defense. Buford. Yes, dude. And Todd can tell you more about Buford than I can. <laughs> I, I can tell you and this. Studs come out of Buford. I can tell you one thing about Buford for sure. They have a fantastic band. And they got a fantastic <laughs> football program. <laughs> yes. I told you the Calhoun story, didn't I? Yes. They're up 24 to 10. Yeah. With two minutes left. Calhoun is. All right, this is a pretty good story. Let me get through it quick. So, Buford scores, tries onside kick. They don't get it. They have time. Calhoun's got their timeouts. They don't get the first, but there's no time left on the clock. All Calhoun has to do is punt, and it's over. And, you know, I'm sure the coach told him, punt this thing out of bounds. They blocked it, running back for a touchdown. Well, of course it is. It's Buford. Not. And that's absolutely what they had to do. The only <laughs> way they could have stayed in the game. And they did. And they lost in overtime, but still, they even get it for that. They're amazing. amazing. Buford's amazing. Uh, Todd's going to look up Isaiah Bond. I'm going to run through some of these tight end. Uh, Niblick. And Brown will be some tight ends. Offensive linemen. We didn't need a whole lot of offensive linemen. Dean Bama was pretty Pretty solid up front. Already got a lot of guys coming back. You got the Elijah Pritchett kid, uh, Daniel Shore, and then the Booker kid, Tyler Booker. Defensive line, we got the Otis kid, the Hastings kid. He's really good. I, I followed him some. Walter Bob may be a Juco uh, kid come in. The edge rusher, Jeremiah Alexander. Write that name down. Put his name down somewhere right on your wall right now. Jeremiah Alexander, fantastic. Jahab Campbell. Uh, he's a solid player, linebacker Sean Murphy. We followed him. We talked about him a few about a month back or so. And cornerbacks Eli Ricks, LSU. That's big. That's big. Earl Little Jr. Big. Antonio Kite. Great. That's the boy from Anderson. He's Dude, good. I, I'm, so I heard he was a basketball star. Yes, he could he could jam it like ninth grade. Yeah. Taquan Fagans safety and Jake Pope, Alabama clearly. Fagans is the one that went from Oxford to Thompson, is he not? Yeah. Okay. Alabama clearly is loaded up on speed from hybrid weapons on offense. Uh, Prentice, Law, and Bond, what a phenomenal trio of names this is going to be, are all speed demons who can play defense. Henderson, of course, five-star running back mm-hmm. who might well be a receiver too. And the Niblet kid, which is the – Is that Niblet from Hoover's boy? Yeah, tight end. No, it's not Nibble. It's N-I-B-A-Nibblack. N-I-B-L-A-C-K. Oh, okay. And Nibblack is a jumbo athlete that's as much of a wide receiver as a tight end. Mm-hmm. Offensive 
and line and linebackers are two of the areas of this class they didn't pursue very heavy because they're they're kind of covered there already and we'll get into some Auburns and I know they signed one today a JUCO transfer Auburns loaded up on these JUCOs they have some many guys some big time JUCO yeah that's good yeah. yeah he's a top player from JUCO I just seen it I forgot his name so they he's not on this list I meant to write his name down and Tank Bigsby decided to come back he he, he was at practice the next day they didn't have uh, Bonds uh, stats okay uh, Damari Austin running back five ten. Out of Atlanta, Austin Asbury, big-time cornerback. This guy can play football. He's out of LSU. You know, Austin's good. Camden Brown, another wide receiver that's playing over at Monroe. He's from Florida. Jay Fair, another wide receiver, small guy, 5'10". He's from Texas. Holden Griner, this is a quarterback. He's about 6'3", over 200 pounds. Played at some military academy over Georgia. Was it Hargrave? Yes. Was it really? Uh, he might not have been. I think that's one of them. Barry. So he's from Savannah, Georgia. Holden, G-E-R-I-N-E-R. <laughs> Holden Groner. Uh, yeah. Now, Marquise Gilbert, safety. He's a big-time football player. Auburn's got a lot of these guys, and they're good They're good players. I mean, he's guys from Florida. And let's see, another guy here, Powell Gordon, a linebacker from Auburn. E.J. Harris, big offensive lineman, big guy, very fast, going to make a lot of waves. He's 6'5", 303, but he plays like 5'10", 180. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, this Harris kid's going to make some noise. Omar Kelly, big-time wide receiver. He's from Trustful. And Alex McPherson. That's the kicker from Fort Payne. Fort Payne, Alabama. First team on state, by the way. Uh, and then the Ducker kid, tight end. He's from Nebraska. The Keontae Scott, another cornerback. This kid's from California. Circle his name. I'm gonna write Scott. his name down. Yep, Keontae Scott. Uh oh, cramp. Oh, we double cramps. Keontae Scott, and he's a cornerback, six foot tall. Now check this out. You got a defensive lineman, six four, three oh five from Monroe. I don't know much about him. Caleb Wooden, don't know much about him either. I will tell you if I did. Now the Robert Woodard Jr., a linebacker. He's from Mobile, Alabama. I think he played. I think he played down there where McCarron and some of them played. Oh, St. Paul. I think so. Either there or where Mosley. Where did CJ play at? Theodore. I think he was from around that area. So, now Georgia. <clears throat> I think, yes. CJ Mosley, yes. Malik Starks, athlete, coming to Georgia Bulldogs. He's from Jefferson, Georgia. Malik Williams. Anybody that's from Georgia, you got to count on probably oh, no. pretty good. Uh, he's signed. He's from Columbus. You got a guy from Brenton, Florida, a cornerback, and you got uh, Gunnar Stockton, which is from, from Raven County. Yes, quarterback, uh, Tiger, Georgia. Tiger, Georgia. I never heard of Tiger. Tiger, Georgia. How do you spell it? T I G E R. Tiger. That's where Stockton's from? That's what it says. Yeah, I know it's Raven County High School is where he yeah. played, but he threw for about 4,000 yards in 13 ballgames. Must be Tiger County. I don't know. Uh, Robinson is a running back you'd be looking for. He's from Mississippi. Oscar Delp, a tight end. Bear Alexander, defensive tackle. Julian Humphrey, a corner. Jalen Walker from North Carolina, another linebacker, another receiver. That Maurice kid, the Danilian, D-E-N-Y-L-O-N, M-O-R-I-S-S-E-T-T-E. Morissette. 
I liked him. Now, he played over at Kennesaw. He's from Kennesaw. And he was in one of the semi games I watched on. I caught back on NFHS somewhere. Uh, he's a receiver. He, well, he's, they're getting those type of players from the state. They don't even have to go out of state. No, okay. There's five more, six, seven, eight more guys from Georgia. Uh, Darius Smith, Baxley, Georgia, defensive end. Cornerback, that Marquise, that Kilbro kid, the cornerback. C.J. Washington, there's another linebacker. That's from Town. That kid can play. We've seen him play. Oh, yeah, he's good. He's a four-star. I think he's a five. Trey Wade. Another podcast. Welcome back, people from Spotify, Applecast. We run over. We kept running our mouse, and we got over an hour going. So, now, we just talked a little bit about some recruits. If you missed that part, you can go back on our page there uh-huh. on YouTube and, and uh, listen. Also, good job. As you ride. I didn't know a lot about that. The Georgia kids, they're going to be loaded again. Yeah, And like. I will share with you this. One, A&M. Two, Bama, Georgia. Three, Ohio State. Four, Texas. Five. Darkation coming in there. So let me just circle these here. How interesting this is. Check this out, Dean. Penn State, six. Notre Dame, seven. North Carolina, eight. North Carolina again. Michigan, nine. Oklahoma, ten. Kentucky, wow. Wow. Mizzou, 12. Huh. Florida State wound up being 13 after they lost Travis... Hunter. Still 13. Still 13. He'd have bumped them up to the top seven. Probably so. Tennessee, 14. Stanford, 15. Auburn, 16. They turned out a good class, man. Coach Harson, I'm... He's, he's not that bad. I think I'm so surprised by it because I just didn't... I didn't expect them to have a good class because they had nobody last year. Mm-hmm. They had nobody come in. They had very few transfers come right, in. They run right. Gus off. He's down at UCF. Uh, right after that, you got Clemson. Then you got Indiana, LSU Tigers at 19, Arkansas 20, South Carolina 21, Michigan State, Mississippi State 23, Arizona, Ole Miss 25, mm. Oklahoma State, Vandy. Now, this is out of the top 25, so I just went through some teams we may know. We're going to Vandy was what? 35. Wow. Cincinnati 37, Miami Hurricanes 49, and the Gus Bus rolled in at 41, the best recruiting class ever. At, at UCF. Really? <laughs> there you go, guys. Uh, wow. So That's pretty impressive. It, yeah, it is. Uh, mm-hmm. So now, we've got through all this. We've been on, well, we've been on right at an hour. I don't know why that podcast cut off. Was it only goes for, I don't know. What time anyway. is it? It's 7.03. It's, it's just 7. Yeah, we've been on an hour. Uh, bowl game stuff. We're going to talk about Bama versus Cincinnati. That, you and me did it. Georgia, Michigan, yeah, what else you got? Oh, I was just going to, before we get into that, do you want me to tell about the bowl games? Well, let's just go over this right quick. Yeah, see how we pick. Let's see here. If we got them. Let's see if we got some bowl games over here. I've got eight scores right here. Let me go on there with you. I'm look at it with you. All right. Let's see. Where did I put that at, Dan? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Well, Middle Tennessee beat Toledo 31-24. Surprised? Yes. I was. Yeah. A little bit. Coastal Carolina beat Northern Illinois 47-41. Was not surprised. That was a great game. Great I, game. Yeah, I didn't see it. Coastal Carolina did pull out the win. UAB with a huge upset. Uh, that was supposed to have been the most lopsided bowl. Yeah, Alabama Junior College, UAB, beats BYU. And Number BYU, 12. Did BYU blow one last year? I don't know, but that was yes, a, considered they, a big-time upset. Somebody beat BYU last year in a bowl game, was it? Who was it? Was it Coastal Carolina? 
Yeah, because they had that big name quarterback BYU. He's supposed to be great, Zach Wilson, something like that. No, Zach Wilson played that. Yeah, he did. Played for the Jets. Uh, what I consider an upset: Western Kentucky beat App State fifty-nine thirty-eight. Of course, Zap. He's good. Fifty-nine hundred yards passing. That broke Joe Burrow's single season record. Six thousand yards. <laughs> Six thousand in thirteen ball games. Fourteen. Six thousand yards passing. Fresno beat UTEP thirty-one twenty-four. Utah State upsets Oregon State 24-13. Louisiana beat Marshall 36-21. They were 12-1 this year, man. Uh, guys, let me 13 tell you. 13-1. Right here. You take a look right here. The Raging Cajuns. I watched the game. I dozed in and out of Did consciousness. You see that late? Did you say it hit on that punt return? I, yeah, I dozed out in and out and, and uh, out of consciousness there. So that was a good game. So that was a very good congratulations. game. Even though they lost their coach. And he's now at Florida Gators. They still pulled out the win. Congratulations to them. Let me see here, Matt. So we got one, two. What about Liberty? Three upset. Liberty beat Eastern Michigan 56 to 20. Tyron Dupree. Beat down. Tyron Dupree, Cherokee County Warriors. At least three upsets right there, Matt. I can name. Utah State is an upset over Oregon State. UAB beat BYU in Middle Tennessee. I'm not sure on the uh, Western Kentucky App State. App State's usually pretty good. So to go in there and beat them, score 60 on them, that's pretty good. Uh, it is. Yeah, Liberty coach freeze. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that he's still there. I was just sure that somebody would nab him up. Like, yeah, yeah they score 56. As soon as, Oregon, as soon as I heard Cristobal had left and was coming down, I thought, first name, somebody texted me and said, well, who's going to get Oregon job? I said, well, they better off tell Cristobal. That's who I would. That's who I would. I'm Cristobal. Freeze. That's who I was yeah, after. Yeah, I, I don't know why. He likes it there, though, I, he from does. what I've heard. I'm sure his phone rang. What you want to bet? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure, sure his phone has rang a few times. Florida come open. I'm sure his phone's ringing. Uh, and, and just to kind of not to rebate about things we've done one over, i just like to say, Dean, I think we were all surprised right here. I mean, Arkansas, LSU, 20 and 19 in recruiting. Yeah, very Okay, guys, so the SEC bias is real. All the coaches and everybody's in on it. The whole nation's in on it. Yeah, you've, you've got it figured out. No, just the best players want to go play in the best conference, and this right here is proof. This is more proof Yeah, right here. Or you could say it's proof because that's all they hear. Bama, two. Georgia, well, look three. Look at A&M, one. I mean, Bambi, 35, man, that's good. And they, now they get rid of that guy? Well, let's see how he does with this bunch. One, two, and three. I don't think they're wanting to get rid of him, so but they wouldn't have to If you're sick of SEC teams playing in the championships games, then you might as well find another sport to watch because this is not your sport. Well, now, our friend, who will remain nameless, we love him to death, and he does some of this to get under our skin. He's got no proof, though. It's just talk. He says that it's going to hurt college football this bowl season if Georgia and Alabama meet in the championship. I'm like, well, there's a great solution to that, and that would be for Michigan and Cincinnati to beat them. We could fix the problem real quick. Or you could just done what RG3 suggested. RG3 said it wasn't fair for Cincinnati had to play Alabama first. Mm-hmm. But they just got to the playoffs. It's not fair for them to play them first. And what kind of comment is that? 
Well, who are they supposed to play? I, I don't like somebody besides Alabama. Well, welcome to the big boy league. All we've heard for years is the non-power five can't make it. Well, now you did. And then now you got people out there crying. But I don't think the coach, they're not crying. Well, who are they supposed to play? I mean, somebody was complaining because Georgia and Alabama was ranked so high a year. I'm like, well, who's better than them? That's what we went through to the I year. mean, they may not be great. We've, we've even said, has Alabama at times not looked yes. mediocre? We we had trouble ranking them a lot of times because, and we'd sit here before the show and go, well, who else is number one? Georgia? Ah, well, we could put Alabama up there. I don't Oklahoma's know. not better than Alabama. Until Alabama could beat Georgia, we could put them at one. Who are we going to put at one? Who's going to beat three, four, five? We just throwed Cincinnati in there just to be nice after time. For one year, I think they got it 100. I think they got it right this time. I think the top four is right. I, I ain't got a problem with it at all. If they don't like it. Now, some people said Michigan. Go win the game. Man. No, no. I mean, Alabama beat number one. Go win it, man. If you don't uh, like it, then go out there. I ain't heard a lot of complaining about it. Go out there and win it. Win your. Well, conference. that's all you got to do. You got to beat them. I mean, you know, that's just it. Right. And it can be done. It's proved. It's been proven. It's done. It's been done. You know, we had Ohio State and Oregon one year. We had, uh, I don't know, the SEC has not been in it every year. Actually, they have the last few, but not every year. Alabama won it, then LSU, then Alabama, and before that, We've had, I'm getting to where I can't even remember anymore. Oh, before those days. Well, I'm talking about in the last five or six years. Ohio State won it one yeah, year. Clemson's. And Clemson's won it a couple of times. Florida State. But, you know, I don't know. It's just a, it's like the ACC in basketball. They're the best conference right now. I mean, we're just going to. And maybe one day they can be dethroned from that. But College rankings? We got college rankings? Yeah. Bowl games and scores? Oh, we got to the talk about the oh, yeah, two Alabama. games. Oh, I forgot. Alabama's playing. And and uh, Georgia and Michigan. Uh, let's talk about Georgia Michigan first. Uh, uh, Haskins, their tailback. He's got 1,300. Yeah, 1,285. Yeah, 1,300 on rushing. But I like his play. Well... Here's the thing now that scares me about them being half a Georgia fan. Uh, Coral, his backup's got 940 yards. I noticed that. I, I, I clicked on him first when I was going through yeah. the backs, and I was like, man, he's got close to us. Now, that's not bad. And I was like, that, but that's not half. You go over there and it's like, oh, 1285. Well, good grief. So they're good up front. So you got two studs, and I, their line's obviously great. If they got two backs, it'd rush for 2,200 yards. I agree. And with their schedule, which was not easy. I don't think their schedule was easy. Uh, quarterback does a lot of play action. He's thrown for 2,500 yards. Yes. How is Michigan defensively, though? I know that Ohio State had a bunch well, of yards against them, but Ohio State had a bunch of yards against everybody. Well, we could say this. They're, um, they're leading defender, the guy, what was his name, uh, Ojaboy. You're talking about for... Michigan. Oh, you're talking about Hutchison? No, not him. They got a... Uh, yeah, we, everybody knows him. They got another guy. Oh, oh, they got their leading tackler, John Ross, for 95. Of course, they've got Hutchinson. Oh, they got one that's hard to pronounce. Yeah. And uh, anyway, well, it's, this phone just went absolutely nuts. Anyway. Is he a stud? Yeah, he has... Uh, like 80 tackles on the year. Yeah. I, I was kind of thinking, you know, maybe maybe they may have some kind of mojo on Georgia. that Defensively, if they can stand up and just 
go up there and, and trade punches with Georgia. You know, I, I don't know why. I don't know why it should be a big deal for them to keep it close. And it's all you really want to do is just really is just keep it close, right? Well, I think Georgia's got a good defense, but I'm telling you, I think Michigan's for real, Matt. I think this old line's for there real. There he is. Do you not think their old line's for real? 2,200 yards between their two tailbacks? Uh, David Ojaba. Mm-hmm. It's just a guy, yeah. he's one of their linebackers. Pay attention to him. Uh, he's number 55. He is a junior, but his size, he's like 6'4", 200-something pounds. I, I, I liked, I'm trying to look through the defense, and what I'm trying to do while I was studying this this morning, I'm trying to figure out a way how they're going to stop Georgia. Right, right. Well, that's going to be the trick, ain't it? I don't know. But if they played tomorrow, I would like Michigan. But I don't. who's going to be Georgia's quarterback, Bennett or Daniels? I mean, Daniels has 700 yards passing. Bennett. He's never lost as a starter. Never at Georgia. He's 7-0. Bennett has 2,300 yards, and you got White and Cook that combined for 1,300. And obviously, you got the big threat and Bowers with 47 catches for eight. Now, Bennett's got how many passing? 23. 23. Actually, no, my, I don't think Bennett's better than McNamara. McNamara, 2470, 64.6 place average. He's got a 93 yard. He's got 15 touchdowns. So, let's say this. Um... He's 308 for 2,470 yards. So what we're going to do here, we'll try to compare quarterbacks. I think McNamara is better. Okay, I, I agree. Now, he's now, but could he be better than JT if he played? I don't think he's going to play JT. I think he's going to roll with, with Benny. Benny. I think he's rolled with him all year. Kirby just seems like that kind of guy. Kind of, you know, he's – I you know, I thought Saban was that way too until we played Georgia and Tua went out there and shocked the world and broke Georgia fans' hearts again. So. You know, uh, well, let me ask you something. Will he okay. start? You think he'll go out there and start, Bennett? I don't know. And then pull him I if he don't do good? I think he's getting a lot of pressure. He, say, may, he may try with him, see how he does if he don't do good, Daniels again. I'll say, I'll say if he starts him, if he don't play good, he jerks and puts Daniels in. All right. Well, let's go running backs. Is yeah. Haskins and Coral better than White and Cook? I think so. Well, like you said, 1288, 939. And uh, even the, the Henning kid, which is one of the receivers, he runs the ball on these pitches. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's got yards too. I mean, they even got uh, the Edwards kid, tailback. I mean, he's over 100 and a half. He's got three or four touchdowns to sell. Yeah, he threw a 75 yard touchdown pass against Iowa. See, so. Uh, <laughs> which White and Cook are good, but I got to give the edge to there to running back. Okay, so let's mark this out. I'm going to give that to. All right, Michigan Georgia, too. Michigan. All right, we got we got uh, so goes the quarterback, so goes running back play. Now, what about offensive, defensive line play? I think Georgia's got a better D line. Okay, D line, offensive line too. No, I think Michigan's got a better O line. Now, and here's what we have to remember, guys. We're we're trying to figure this is this is one of the tougher games to pick in the bowls. And if you say it's not, then you're just lying. I think Georgia's better on every facet of the. Defense, secondary, the linebackers, and the D-line. But I think Michigan is better O-line, backs, quarterback, but not receivers. I think Bowers gives Georgia the edge there. Yeah, what about Pickens? And Pickens, yes. <laughs> and, 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 and the other, Adonis Mitchell. They gotta, they gotta He's get, good. we got to get Pickens the ball. Yeah, Pickens. we got to get him the ball. He's got to get the ball more. So I got O-line, quarterback. This is just me running back. Going for Michigan. 
for Georgia, I got DL, LB, DB, and receivers. So that would give Georgia the edge four to three. Ugh. Wow. What's the spread now? It's about three. Uh, we might, uh, no. But since Georgia's got great linebackers and Haskins and Coram are great running back, you got to give, you gotta give the edge to Georgia. I don't think game. I've seen a. I'm sure there is a. Do you not got to give the edge to Georgia a little bit? If Bennett don't have turnovers or Daniel. Well, and I'll say this too, and I know Georgia fans still a little rattled about losing to Bama again for the 342nd time. Mm-hmm. Um, Yes, because it's the SEC and the conference and the schedule. But, you know, we found out, you know, during the time there that they are not really their schedule they play. You know, Florida wasn't great. They beat Florida. They tried to have a tough schedule. They really did. And on paper, it looked like it was going to be. And then it ended up not being as tough. Georgia, their SEC school, I'm a, I kind of lean towards them like you. You know, they weigh, what, four out of the three. But that Florida game, and I did go back today to have some more reference and watched Alabama in Florida. Alabama handled Florida when you go back and watch it again. It got away from them there after halftime because Florida come out and went down the field and scored real quick. Mm-hmm. And Bama had to come back and kind of fight with them. They and did. what Big people time. will not admit, only real football fans will admit this, Alabama gets everybody's best shot. Because last time I checked, I don't remember anybody storming the field when they beat Auburn or Texas A&M. Sorry, no offense. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, when Georgia, South Carolina beats Georgia, they storm the field. I can't remember any time. And I'm making that point to this, that mm-hmm. Alabama's just, it's just what it is. Mm-hmm. So, them losing to Alabama, and I'm laying it up for a, a nice layup here, that's made them better. Mm-hmm. Kirby's not an idiot. He's a he's a great coach, mm-hmm. and they recognize what they need to do. And I think he turns this thing around, and they're going to go in here, and the the not the Big Ten. I call it the little weak ten. I just don't like them. You know how I am about Ohio State and them. I'm just not a fan at all. After all the right. stuff they pulled last year and year before, and they squeaked their way in and lied about you had to have so many wins. I just mm-hmm. uh, I've got Georgia winning thirty to twenty four. Uh, I couldn't go wrong with I, I, I'd assume And I'll stick with that. I'll Vegas with that. probably have them at three and a half. Yeah. I bet. I heard it was seven, but you know that's going to go down. It will as it gets closer to the game. So out of the seven positions, the special teams, I have no idea. Uh, but out of the seven positions, <laughs> well, one, two, three, four. Yeah, seven. Running back quarterback. Yeah, uh, I've got Georgia four to three. So we're we're trying to compare positions here. This is one of the hardest ones to pick. Now we're going to go. We're going to lean with Georgia. I'm leaning with them because I like their SEC play. I know they ain't played a great schedule. Well, I mean, they played Kentucky, but Kentucky and Arkansas. Auburn is not Auburn. Not, Auburn nearly beat Alabama. Auburn had Mississippi State beat. They were up five touchdowns. I mean, what four touchdowns? Twenty-eight to three. Uh, it's still an SEC schedule. I, I, I like yeah. it. I just don't think the big the big little ten up there. I just don't think they're super adequate. So I'm going with I'll, I'll roll with Georgia to to move on to Alabama and Cincinnati. Dean Cincinnati Cincinnati's last game. I'll, I'll pick Georgia. Mm-hmm. They win thirty five to twenty over Houston. 
and we would have to look into some of their stats here. As in Houston, now tell us about your quarterback play, Ritter, Ryder. Ritter, he's got 3,600 yards of offense this year. But the highlight of their offense is probably Jerome Ford, who used to play for Alabama, 1,238 yards. I also like him and Ritter, like you just mentioned. He's the second leading rusher on the team, along with Montgomery, with 6.9 on average. The guy's mm-hmm. got three touchdowns. Now, Ford has almost 20 touchdowns. With 200 attempts, dude, this quarterback, Ritter, guys, be careful. I'm just going to tell you right now, we mm-hmm. all know the elephant in the room, yeah. no pun intended, the elephant in the room is a running quarterback always bothers Alabama. Yeah, and he can run it. He's it got 35. I, you know, I think they can play with Alabama a little bit. Uh, I'm going to break positions again. Obviously, Young got Ritter at quarterback. Running back, I think Ford, they got a little more depth than Alabama. So, I like uh, – Cincinnati's running back duo better. Wide receivers, I mean, I don't think that's a no-brainer. But with even with Mechie being out, I still like Williams and Earl and that bunch. Well, you got Pierce and Scott and Tucker. They're all good players. I mean, even the young junior guy comes in. I think his daddy was a big-time football player in the NFL. You know, they're averaging between 800, 300, 400. Most of their other receivers on the day there. Uh, I I would I, I mean with him with Michi being out I agree yeah. I kind of like Bama I got Alabama four three on this too I got them better quarterback better wideouts better linebacker better DL I hear their secondary is excellent and Job's out Josh Job and I think our safeties are great I think Helms and Battle are fantastic but I think that Cincinnati may be better in the secondary but you're having to defend Bryce Young. Now, uh, He's out of the trophy. And I think their O-line and running back's better, but I, not much. Bama O-line better? No, I think Cincinnati's O-line. Oh, okay. That's big there. That ain't much to say because they ain't been real good. No. But we like uh, Bama's quarterback, receiver, linebacker, defensive line. Yeah. Offensive line, Cincinnati. I'm going to go, uh, for me, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I like uh, – I'm, I'm going to pick Bama's offensive line. I'll just tell you well, why. But they played that like they did against Georgia. Because here's the reason why. I, I don't see their defense. Because we noticed we didn't have over here for Cincinnati, the one of the likes and pluses for them, you had offensive line, not defensive line. Right. I don't see them I don't see them making a push up there in the line up front. I think Bryce Young has all day to clip his toenails and do his taxes. Yeah. And I feel like yeah. McLean and them's going to have a good day. Oh, running, no, I don't think. Running the ball. I do think that uh, Ford. Now, when I say that I like their, their running back it's better, that's just because they got more depth. Robinson's tough. Yeah, uh, and I do think they got the better secondary overall. I hope they have a first-team All-American oh, corner. Man, yeah. um, but, uh, the yeah. Banks and Beavers, Cook, Pace. Yeah, Pace. 86 tackles, four picks. Uh, but I like Toa Toa and uh, Christian Harris, and I like that bunch. Will Anderson, obviously, 91 tackles, 31 behind the line. I really like him. Uh, he's going to – you just make a check mark right there, a double check, that linebacker play, mm-hmm. defensive end play, Anderson. He's going to eat these guys alive, and it's really going to cause a lot of trouble for that run game of Ford and them. And, it will. And yes. we all know this, and we'll cut this up and get out of here. Uh, Dean, where's football won or lost? In the trenches, yeah. Bama's just better. They're so deep up front, man. They can they roll these guys in and out up there so so well. For you guys like Pierce trying to catch the ball, 
And as far as you Pierce is their best receiver. The Blanco, 106 tackles. I'm telling you, I dislike our chances. Uh, our running backs maybe are not. They're not as good maybe because we're not as deep. But for them to come out there and to put a shoulder on our linebacker blitzing, I right. think I think we adjust to that. Yeah, just because it's four to three, that I've got four to three doesn't mean uh, their DBs. I got their DBs ranked higher than Alabama's, but they're going against Young, who won the Heisman. I got their O line better, but look at Will Anderson, the first team All American. So it all sets each other. Does that make sense? I got Alabama thirty five seventeen man. Okay, uh, 35. And I won't stick with that because I'm going to see where it goes. All right. Uh, we'll see how close I mean. I just don't. And now, hey, first half, hey, it may be 21 14 at halftime. I think Alabama will adjust defense and they won't do much. And I think Cincinnati will adjust and maybe they're very good on defense, right? But not enough. Well, that corner and those, those guys, you know, they're they're good. I mean, they they're there for a reason, and we you know we're trying to give them little props and and make them feel like they've completed something through the year. But the Crimson Tide, you know, Young throwing for over four thousand yards, and and uh, of course Robinson Jr. He's won over a thousand. Right. I, I'd, and I, Williams fifteen hundred. I, I like, uh, yeah, I like Bama. Yeah, Alabama special teams better with Riker. I, I I'm kind of curious though. If Bama is in one of those moods to where they're like, they're going to kind of feel sorry for them and just play it close, and it'll be a 28-14 yeah, game. Because yeah. once they get out in front, you can tell they're just way better. And they're just not going to try to throttle them. Right. Or they're just sick of hearing about this. None power five teams never get a shot. What are you talking about, dude? I should be given the chance to play for it. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll find out. Well, we're going to find this out. This is so the first one. Is, right? is it going to be a... a I'm gonna write down uh, forty-five to ten. Mm. If they if they come in there fired up like that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like they're like, we're sick of hearing about this. I'm just tired of hearing about non-power five teams getting a shot. We're gonna shut this door. We're tired of hearing about it. We're gonna slam it. Or it'll be a score like yours. They may score a little more because they could be a proficient offense. I'm not doing. I'm not trying my best not to be a homer. I know <laughs> this looks bad. But just looking at it on paper, Georgia looks a little bit better than Michigan. Not a lot. But Alabama just looks better than Cincinnati. I'm sorry. Yeah. How do they not? I agree. I agree. How do they not? How, can somebody please? Alabama has the sixth in the country in strength of schedule. Cincinnati's got 78. That, yeah, there's no way you could, any kind of propaganda or whatever kind of medicine you're taking or something, you. I, who could pick could pick Cincinnati to win this game? I don't know. Tell me. Well, I mean, if you do, you're just going to get lucky, and Alabama's going to have a bunch of turnovers. I told you. I picked it. I told you. <laughs> well, I know people that's picked it, and it's not a terrible pick. If you're trying to win something, hey, I'm going to go nobody else. You know, you're trying to win a parlay. Nobody else is going to pick Cincinnati. So if you that one guy to pick it, you just gained a game. On Big Ten's a real deal. I told you, Dean. But uh, I just don't see it. And now Michigan could beat Georgia. I think a lot of that depends on what Bennett, on um, you know who's going to be their quarterback. How are they going to play? Uh, that's an even match though. That is that should be a good game. I like it. I'm, I'm going. We uh, 
But I, think, I do not think Alabama. And I think if Alabama beats Cincinnati, there's a good chance they may not win a national championship against either one of them. That'll be a great game. But I just don't think Cincinnati's going to be the one to take them down. I don't either. It'll be one of them other two. If they get Georgia again, which we kind of think so. Which I think it'll be very it, hard. It's hard to beat a team twice. And if anybody he can beat him twice, it's Kirby. Kirby knows what he's doing. And he's going to have a game plan ready again because they've played a couple of times now. Mm-hmm. And it's been more recent. And after you play this game, you're going to have they will be nine, fired up. nine days to play. I would say nine as days. a realist and somebody when using common sense, you probably have to maybe give Georgia a slight edge, wouldn't you, if they were to meet again? I would. But because that game was closer than the score. 41-24. They beat them so bad. I mean, Bama jumped out on quick, and I think the score could have been worse. Well, might, could have been well worse. they just had so much trouble with Young, and you got to think they're working on that every day to correct but that. You can't, you can't fix sloppy lazy. In mm. Big 99, old Jordan, yeah, big sloppy, big sloppy just stood on the sidelines with his hands on his hips. I was extremely disappointed. I was hoping for a good game from him. I was hoping he'd come out there and get in Bryce Young's grill and, and make the case and show everybody why mm-hmm. he should have been considered for a Heisman. I didn't even see him in the second half at about 10 plays. And mm-hmm. if I'm wrong, somebody can please go back and show me some clips and I'll admit I'm wrong. I don't, I, don't, I, don't think he, no. I don't think he played 10 snaps in the second half. Well, I don't like and, and you the fact that Mitchie's out. I do not like that. You can't fix that. Just sometimes just sloppy laziness and he just, well, I'm going pro, who cares? Yeah, and whoever plays Alabama, that's, Somebody's going to have to step up, and they probably will. But, uh, Mechie, sometimes you can't step up. Uh, that's going to hurt them more than, you, than people think. They're thinking, oh, well, we got Brooks is going to no, fill in, no. and JoJo Earl may get get back in there and play. Yeah, we, but can they, can they make up seven catches and 97 yards a game? We're going to find out. <laughs> we will find out. All right, guys, let's cut it loose, and we'll get out of here. Uh, we thank everybody for your time, and uh, it's been a great show. We appreciate everybody for hanging in there with us and tuning in for the day. Guys, Merry Christmas and Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas and a real Happy New Year to everybody. We won't be back till next year, Dean, and we got some more games coming up this week. Two uh, years, two years. This was our two-year st- yes. Wednesday. We started doing a bowl pick them. Uh, December 15th. Over there in the church, church. Uh, side room. Church over parking there. lot. No, we just, no. Sunday school class. We, so it just kind of took off from there and look what we're doing now. We're still yeah. doing the same thing. We're still the same two good old good guys. We just got a little more stuff and we got a little more fancier and a few more people hear about us. So yeah. instead of seven, eight people watching, sometimes we'll have four or 500 watching. And that's great. And God has been good to us with that. And we have to give him all the glory and praise. And most of all this season, guys, and doing your Bible study this morning, I was like to finish by saying, uh, sometimes holiday seasons are hard, Dean, because you miss loved ones, mm-hmm. and that you, but you got to know uh, people that you love in your hearts in Christ, and he loves you, and it's going to be a celebration of his birth. It's not about the trees and the gifts. Uh, tell your kids about Jesus and him being born mm-hmm. uh, to give you a chance at salvation. So even though in the lonely, timely moments that we miss people in these holiday seasons, God is still alive, and he's still sitting on the throne, and that's all that really matters. Right. Amen. So y'all have a happy new year. It's going to be great. Dean, is, uh, he will be out of town. I may be on during the week one day, during some bowl games, and do a little locker room, a little 15, 20-minute spot. Yeah, I'm here. out of town for four days. Four but or five. Four. We'll be back uh, January 2nd to cover these January 1st games. 
and we'll talk about them and, and of course, the December games, Alabama and Cincinnati. We'll see how that turns out. December 31st. We already got our scores picked. We'll, we will be back then. So uh, The truth is that nobody knows what's going to happen in these games. You can predict all day, but nobody knows. Michigan may come out and drill Georgia. Georgia may come out and drill Michigan. But I will say I do not think Cincinnati will come out and drill Alabama. They may, if Bama fumbles the ball late and does something dumb and they score and get onside kick, kick field goal and win it, uh, I'll... I'll give them credit. I I hope they play well. I do. I'll eat that plastic football. Because if they don't, then nobody will ever get a... It's plastic football right here if Cincinnati beats Alabama. You'll eat it. I, at least put in some Raymond noodles now. He ain't going to eat it whole. I'll like eat that, that plastic football if Cincinnati beats Alabama <laughs> by more than two points. I had somebody tell me they'd beat them by five touchdowns. And I said... They're well, kidding. They're, they're insane. They're just playing because there's nobody really believes that. And, I, and my quote was, I said, they could go out there without their pads on and they would have beat them five touchdowns. <laughs> he has a lot of fun with that. But in his mind, he he knows, but he's just raising you because he knows it gets five you... Five touchdowns? He's Come insane, on, man. Nah. Alabama ain't, no, ain't never lost by five touchdowns to anybody. I was like, who's beating? Ain't nobody beating. I said, I don't think anybody can beat them five touchdowns. No. No. Boy, what if they did? The Jocks would, would never hear the end of that. That ain't going to happen. The, the play, again, football is one game up front in the trenches. Mm-hmm. That's where it's at. So, all right, Dean. All right. Y'all have a Merry New Year and a Merry, Merry Christmas and enjoy the... Enjoy the rest of the week, guys. It's going to be some kind of funky weather. It's going to be a little cool and carry your umbrella with you. And, yeah, it's going to be bad. And uh, always carry God with you and uh, keep your heads clear and your hearts full of God as always. We love you and we thank you for all that we do. And uh, Jesus be with you. And we'll catch y'all next year. Dean, another year, 2022, 2022 is coming. 2022. Man, get on out of here, 21. We're done with it. Yeah, one bad year. Let's lean with it, right with it, guys. We'll see y'all. All right, peace. Oh, that's pretty good. All right, guys. Spotify World. I'll I'll be back probably. Uh, I don't know. One day during the week, I'll try to drop something with some high school stuff. Maybe center schedule will be out. Gills will. I'll share that. So, y'all have a good year, man. Enjoy your Christmas and your New Year's, and we'll catch y'all later. All right, peace. <laughs>